thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good morning on this Friday morning. It is February. Uh, boy, goodness gracious, what is it? February 11th. Man, I need a calendar right in front of me here. February 11th, 2022. It is just a little after 10 a.m. Uh, here on Eastern uh, on Eastern Standard Time, I believe it would be. Um, today, we're going to be doing, uh, first off, welcome to 1% or Less with him. We're happy to ha- have you here. And uh, thank you for listening in. Um, today, since today is February 11th, we are going to be reading out of chapter 11 in Proverbs because, again, there are 31 books in Proverbs. And if you're having a hard time of figuring out if you're new to reading the Bible, exactly where to start, there are 31 days in a lot of months. Some have 30. This month we have 28. So you just kind of figure out, okay, well, what's today's date? Whatever today's date is, well, then it's settled. And you go to Proverbs 11 since today is the 11th. 1% or less with him is a very simple concept. Um, every day when I start my day at work, I wake up at 2 a.m. and I get to work at 2.30. I'm a truck driver, I haul fuel, and one of my biggest things that I start off my day is reading a chapter out of the Bible. Every day, without fail. It's like my breakfast. In fact, that's the first thing I do. I don't even eat breakfast. That is my breakfast. Because I, I fast roughly about 18 to 20 hours a day. So I have an eating window more geared towards the evening. Now that said, we all have the same 1,440 minutes in a day. Okay, that's how many minutes we get in a day. 1% of that is 15 minutes. So if minimum, you can dedicate that not just to yourself, but more importantly to God and Jesus Christ. That right there, when you read his book and you read and you dig into the scriptures, all right, that right there, you will see so much transformation. And if you listen to my regular discussions on His Hard Line, which are longer podcasts or anywhere between 45 minutes to an hour, um, that I air on live on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 7 p.m. You'll you'll hear a little bit more in detail. You'll eventually will hear some of my transformational you know story. I came from a, a DJing background and um, I DJed in a lot of nightclubs for the last you know for eight and a half years of my you know throughout my younger you know to mid twenties until I decided to grow up and you know I found a the perfect woman. And, uh, you know, and here we are now, we're seven years into our marriage just past August. So hallelujah. We have a little five-year-old daughter and, and, uh, it's just, life has been great, but it wasn't always great. Um, the very beginning parts of our marriage, actually going even all the way up to the, like year five, year six, we've had struggles where we almost ended up in divorce multiple times. Anyway, different story, different conversation on a different podcast. This is 1% or less with him. We're reading out of Proverbs chapter 11, so we're going to get started. I'm reading out of the NAB version of the Bible. Chapter 11, verse 1, here we go. False scales are an abomination to the Lord, but an honest weight his delight. When pride comes, disgrace comes, but with the humble is wisdom. The honesty of the upright guide them. guides them. The faithless are ruined by their dis, uh, duplicity. Wealth is useless on a day of wrath, but justice saves from death. The justice of the honest make their way straight, but their wickedness, the wicked fall. The justice of the upright saves them, but the faithless are caught in their own intrigue. When a person dies, hope is destroyed. Expectation pinned on wealth is destroyed. The just are rescued from the tight spot, a tight spot, but the wicked fall into it instead. 
By a word, the impious ruin their neighbors, but through their knowledge, the just are rescued. When the just prosper, the city rejoices. When the wicked perishes, there is a jubilation. Through the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but through the mouth of the wicked, it is overthrown. Whoever reviles a neighbor lacks sense, but the intelligent keeps silent. One who slanders reveals secrets, but a trustworthy person keeps a confidence. For lack of guidance, a people fall. Security lies in many counselors. Harm will come to anyone going surety for another. But whoever hates giving pledges is secure. A gracious woman gains esteem and ruthless men gain wealth. Kindly people benefit themselves, but the merciless harm themselves. The wicked make empty profits, but those who sow justice have a sure reward. Justice leads towards life, but pursuit of evil towards death. The crooked in heart are an abomination to the Lord, but those who walk blamelessly are his delight. Be assured the wicked shall not go unpunished, but the offspring of the just shall escape. Like a golden ring in a swine's snout is a beautiful woman without judgment. The desire of the just ends only in good. The expectation of the wicked is wrath. One person is lavish, yet grows still richer. Another is too sparing, yet is the poorer. Whoever confers benefits will be amply enriched, and whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. Whoever hoards grain, the people curse, but blessings are on the head of one who distributes it. Those who seek the good seek favor, but those who pursue evil will have evil come upon them. Those who trust in the riches will fall, but like green leaves, the just will flourish. Those who trouble their household inherit the wind, and fools become slaves of the wise of heart. The fruit of justice is a tree of life. And one who takes li lives, and one who takes lives is a sage. If the just are recompensed on the earth, how much more the wicked and the sinner? And that is the end of chapter eleven. I think this is a great chapter as well. As I read through this, I've read through this a few times now already, actually many times. And I'm in my Bible. I'm reading out of my truck Bible. It's the Bible that runs with me everywhere I go. It's in my car. It's in my semi. Everywhere I go, I reference it. I, as I read more, I underline things that strike to me, and just kind of a couple things that struck me in my past when I read this is uh, verse nine in chapter eleven here. By a word, the impious ruin their neighbors, but through their knowledge, the just are rescued. It's very important. And one thing that you're going to hear me harp on the most uh, throughout this um, podcast on both 1% or less with him or the His Hard Line conversations that we'll have, you'll always hear me discuss how important words are and how much weight and value that they carry. And speaking of weights, it's interesting how it says in the very beginning here, false scales are an abomination to the Lord, but an honest weight, his delight. Christ does not, you know, the Father in Christ, they don't, they they look upon false weights and measures as as an abomination, as it states right here. And it's not the first place it says it. But with words, words carry such a magnificent magnitude of weight and value that a lot of people don't even realize just how powerful words truly are. 
Again, back to, to verse 9, by a word, the impious ruin their neighbors. The impious ruin their neighbors. What does it mean? Well, an impious, you know, with the ruin of their neighbor, basically, if they're slandering them or talking terrible about them, it, it basically, what it, what it basically means, it says, well, what the wicked express harms others. So if they're expressing any type of negativity or any type of bad, you know, um, slanderous type of um, verbiage towards their neighbor, um, what the right, so basically here's what it says, actually, I'll just make this clear. So actually, I'm, as I'm reading my notes right now down here at the bottom of my Bible, it says right here for first uh, chapter 11, verse nine, what the wicked express harms others, what the righteous leave unsaid protects. Verse 9 through 14 are related in theme, the effect of good and bad people, especially their words, on their community. This one's very important, not to be a gossiper. It's very, it's, it's, it's very relevant, and it talks about that throughout numerous times throughout the Bible, especially in part and parcel with the Ten Commandments. You shall not bear false witness. Well, when you're bearing false witness, that means you're telling a lie. You're making up things that didn't exist. You're, you, you could possibly be slandering someone. If something's happening with a neighbor in your neighborhood or a coworker or someone in your family, it goes back to that old saying, don't, you know, or, you know, don't hear, well, first off, don't, um, this is me saying, it, don't jump on the bandwagon to start, you know, with others. All right. Somebody's talking about something. Walk away. Don't say anything because words are life and death. And one who chooses the, the one who chooses its fruit shall eat it. That's another proverb. I used to be a big gossiper. I used to talk about people at work. Somebody annoyed me and somebody was, you know, complaining about a certain person. Yeah, you darn right. I was, I was, I was jumping on that bandwagon. Now, am I proud that that happened? And I used to be like that? No, quite the contrary. I'm very much ashamed about that. And part of his hard line is to help guide people down the path that I had to guide myself down through the word of God. As I read more of the Word of God, I started realizing, wow, these are, it's no wonder the Bible was used as a master in primary text for homeschool children. There's a lot of important lessons in there and how to conduct yourself. But as I continued to engulf myself in the Word, I started realizing and understanding how important words are. Don't talk bad about your neighbors or coworkers or family members, or really, honestly, don't talk bad about yourself either. Proclaim positive, uplifting, loving words. There is a time and a place to use words to let people know what you, you know, how a certain person is carrying themselves. Like, for example, somebody is being a fool because they are discussing other people or they slander you. It doesn't mean you, you know, you attack them eye for an eye. No, you, you just, you, you call them out and you say, you know, you really are a fool, but you got to do it to their face. Don't talk about people behind their back. And again, the Bible is very clear on this. You don't talk about others. You take any type of things that your neighbor or your brother is doing wrong against you and you take it to them in person, face to face, and you bring it up to them. Now, I don't talk about people. So if I have a problem with someone, which is rare, but if there's something that is affecting me in a way that 
just doesn't work. It doesn't resonate with me. Yeah, I'm bringing it right to that person. I'm saying, here, here's what you're doing. And this is how it's affecting me. And I'm just going to tell you right now, I'm going to call you out because what you're doing is wrong. Please shape up or we're going to have to go take this further, depending on the situation. I don't like causing ripples or waves. However, I will also call people out when they are transgressing in a way that is affecting me or others. So watch your words. Don't talk about people. Don't slander others. Don't engage in gossip. It's not good for the spirit. God doesn't like it. It's not what we're supposed to be doing as loving human beings with God and Christ in our heart. Speak good words. They carry a lot of weight. That's why the word of the Bible is the most powerful weapon on the world over steel, over brass, over any type of ammo or knives or sword or any weapons of mass destruction of war. That's all child's play compared to what the Bible, the true weapon the Bible really is. And when I say weapon, not a weapon against us, a weapon against evil. Those who have Christ in their heart, they're the ultimate person or individual man or woman, excuse me, they're the ultimate man or woman that has the ability to yield that weapon. And they yield it properly because they understand the truth and how words carry heavy value and weight. So with that, I want to say have a blessed day. And this concludes 1% or less with him. We'll do a closing prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so very much for your good book and your wisdom. And I pray that you reveal more as I continue to read more. And I pray for those out there that are listening. You give them and grant them good health and much prosperity and protection and guidance. And we ask for repentance as a nation, as a collective body. That we come back to you and have you as our heavenly king, the head of this nation, not man. Have you at the top of the throne. We pray all of this in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. Have a wonderful day and have a great weekend. We'll be back tomorrow with another 1% or less with him and another conversation at 7 p.m. tomorrow night. God bless and have a nice night. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget, you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.